Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet. Las Vegas. Paul Iander, Lindsey Brown with you on this Thursday afternoon. Dodgers baseball starts at 5 o'clock. We're going to take you right up to that point. Last night, the Washington Capitals routed the New York Rangers in a game that featured some fisticuffs, but not a ton of fisticuffs. Not the ones we thought. No, exactly. Not the ones that we thought. And it was interesting during the game, uh, one of the analysts, a former NHL right winger, Alan May, who works for NBC Sports Washington, chimed in about the Capitals and Rangers and... Talked about Tom Wilson and why he felt any fight that he would get into, especially with one particular player, would be a waste of his time. Here it is. Ryan Reeves is a 12-13 forward. He's a one-dimensional tough guy. Uh, It's hard to do, very hard to do. But he knows his role. He knows exactly what he has to do. But it's not going to make the New York Rangers instantly better. Tom Wilson has made the Washington Capitals drastically better. He's a multiple 20-goal scorer. He's grown his game so much. He's got 220 points in his career, 91 goals. I look at the things that he's able to do. He plays on the Caps' penalty kill. He plays on the Caps' power play. He plays on their top two lines, usually on the top line. He's the best physical player in the National Hockey League and I think it's a waste of his time to fight other teams' one-dimensional players, but he's going to send messages tonight. He doesn't back down, but the biggest thing for the Washington Capitals and for Tom Wilson tonight, regardless of the Rangers lineup, they haven't really improved it that much. They're trying to say that they've improved it a ton. It's still pretty much the same team. They've got some excellent players. They're top-heavy. They're waiting for Kako and Lafreniere to get going and really develop. Two young guys, 19 and 20 years old, but I don't see Wilson having. I don't think it's necessary for him to have to fight Reeves. Hard truth. Yeah, 100%. 100%. He's 100% right. And he, Tom Wilson is in a very elite club. Really, the only other person that comes to mind is also a member is Brad Marchand. In terms of guys that are instigators but are talented. And we've talked, had the same kind of talk around Brad Marchand for years. Why are you doing these things? Why, wh- why the cheap shots? Why so much just extracurricular activities? Because you're a better player than that. You're better served on the PK, on the ice, available. But sometimes it's about rattling the right cages. And sometimes it's about getting the right opponent in the box. And sometimes it swings too far, like in the Panarin incident that occurred last season. But... He's also right about the Rangers in a way, too, because 
We've talked about Rangers could get something going, but they need a good start. They have a lot of young talent. They need to believe in themselves. What did I just say about what Tom Wilson's job is to do? Is to get people off their game, is to instigate things, is to get something going. Same thing with Reeves. So instead of going the organic way and playing, you know, a little bit more of a top to bottom game, they're going to probably rely on Reeves to at least bring that, the clucking energy that he extended to Rousseau when he went in that playoff series against the Canucks because young players feed off of that stuff and feed off of the Tom Wilson stuff too. But as you go through the changes, as teams change, adjustments will be made. But Tom Wilson is always going to be known when he's on the ice or in the building. His reputation has ensured that. Some hard truth there. Also some hard truth in terms of confidence. Tyler Hero was on a podcast recently, talked about long-term goals and talking about his critics. Hero said he should be in the same conversation as Luca, Trey, and Jay Morant. False. Quote, I feel like I'm in the same conversation as those guys, the young guys coming up in the league who can be all-stars. Superstars one day, mentions Luca. I feel like my name should be in that category too. I put in the work in. I continue to get better every single day. Putting the work in ain't enough. Hard truth. Everybody can put the work in, Paul. That's the great thing about it. Everybody can, just most people don't. But there needs to be more. Is he third on that team? And you know what? He might have the talent to be in that class. But he hasn't shown it outside of the playoff run in the bubble, which was, by definition, the most controlled environment one could play in. And so... I love watching the kid play. We mentioned him in this week on this program organically about the style that he plays with. But he hasn't executed or been asked to execute at the level that these other young names have. And it's a joke that he's put himself in there. But that's the ego. That's how you have to push yourself to go to the gym every day and do the hard work. Because that's not an easy ask. Some hard truths. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like, yeah, you don't need to fight Ryan Reeves. Yeah, you're not Luka Doncic. Literally, the the Bruins had to sit down with Brad Marchand after he licked Ryan Callahan's nose, like at, at Coach's house, with the fams involved, kids and everything, just to talk about your reputation and just integrity in a way are in question. Is this the play you want to be remembered for? And it's just, you have an adjustment. Sometimes you just grow up a little bit. You have to be a leader on that team. Maybe Tom Wilson's finally stepping into that role with Oshi and uh, Ovi. Coming up. Baseball's big postseason cleanse. Lindsey Brown and Paul Ihander. Slave makers. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. I got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. And they say yeah, and they say that. You know whose hands went up? Make a thing, making it rain, Brady Kachuk. Seriously, though. So the the hours before the Senators open up their season, he gets seven years, $57.5 million. Not bad for a kid born in the desert, Southwest. Yep. Mostly grew up in St. Louis, but uh, yeah, that's a big deal for them. And honestly, he's probably going to be their next captain. Um, and he won't be in the lineup tonight, but uh, yeah, it's a huge deal. And a lot of those young younger talents have really stretched out their contract negotiations into camp. We'll we'll see if that creates any ripple effects for for the for the Sens and uh, just good stuff. Reward the young talent that makes your team work and go. Yeah, undeniable, yeah. undeniable. How a lot you of can't this trade is, them all away, right? How a lot of this is make coming the captains down. of other teams like we did.
the Avs forward Gabriel Landis got suspended for two games. Yep, hockey season's back. <laughs> also fresh off a very lucrative extension. Yeah, boarding. It's always boring. Not an entry-level extension, but uh, yeah, that was... Um, a spirited game last night between the Avs and the Blackhawks. It was one-sided. Tends to be. Well, when you can't control the scoreboard, we try to control something else. Right. The penalty minutes. Yeah, it was ugly. Chicago yeah. looked hapless. Yeah. Far, hapless. Flowers going to see a lot of rubber this year. But honestly, I think he's going to like it. There's there's something to the us-against-the-world goalie mentality, and he's a guy that loves to just get shelled and be involved all the time. That's why he goes out of the net so you much. Watch That's that why one, he right? talks you watch that game, right? So much. Yeah. 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 Why did no one think to mic up Mark Andre Fleury during games like ever? Like it was some of the most entertaining audio in the twenty seconds and thirty seconds bits that were being played last night. I don't know. Honestly, sometimes I'm surprised the players let them. You know, it's just the it's the fact that they're they're asking that they're trying all these new things. But to be honest, it, this is a culture that has softened a lot in the last couple of years, and we still sure. got a long way to go in the places that actually matter. But, yeah, I agree. I think we should just probably have a film crew follow him henceforth. Right. Yeah, it was just, I, I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed. I can't remember what he called the goalpost. He gave it, like, a name. Oh, the, oh, really? Yeah. Flower did? Yeah. The oh, goal, he's I, like, I just, oh. I just they, heard him go, whoo! Yeah, he's like, thanks for that one. He, I think his, he, he pets the post. I think he called it, like, Thomas. Oh, Kinda thanks for that one, Thomas. Three or four crossbar flurry yeah. shoulder shugs. Plenty of pinging. Lots yeah. of ping. But, to be fair... They're playing the Avs. Yeah. The Avs are a good hockey team. And Darcy Kemper is a better option in goal, if you think about it, than Philip Grubauer. He, he was great in the 3-5 crease last he night. He looked very good last God, night. he looked good. Undeniable. <laughs> uh, lots of scoring to open up all the afternoon games here uh, in uh, in the NHL. So uh, maybe it's time to start taking the overs early on. Vegas Golden Knights, Los Angeles Kings tonight in L.A. It is the late game in the NHL, believe it or not. It's the last one. On the schedule, wow! It's like we're on the, the coast. There's it's, only so much it's the further only, we can It's the go. only game that is tonight. Like this is it. Like if all gonna, eyes on us, baby. So VGK, LA Kings, first meeting Kings opening up the season as well. This is their first game as well. Indeed. Uh, looks like Leonard's going to go back in between the pipes tonight. Correct. And Cal Peterson will be starting for the Kings, so they are being smart. No offense. You know how much I love Jonathan Quick. I know you do. But they always. Ran him out on the front side of the back-to-backs last year, and it never went well for him. And it's just different type of strategy, obviously, but just to get so demoralized in that first game and then expect to Cal Pete to clean up and find another gear in game two. Sometimes they were able, they were able to, but it was more work if you think about it. So it's our first look at the LA Kings, Lindsay. What what do we need to be looking for as fans to watch for the home team tonight? Are you, are you asking about my five thoughts for VGK greatness? And I mean five thoughts with the V because that's what everybody's saying. Season five, chapter five, plot sure. twists and new sure. characters yeah, all added fun, in. Funf in German. All right. Generating offense with sustained zone time. Most of the goals in the game versus the Kraken, and most of our goals in general with this team come off of the rush. Uh, we had a couple off of turnovers and the rush as well, but in terms of bringing those four-check grinders and actually getting below the goal line and spending some time slogging it out, tiring out these legs, this is what the Kings do to us. They're, most of their offense is set up below that goal line, or at least when they when we get into trouble. And so, and as I mentioned earlier, they have Philip Deneau now on their roster. He's making $6 million a year to play second center behind uh, Anze Kopitar. There are worse jobs and is literally probably his job to make Mark Stone's life 
a lot harder than it usually is on a night night in and night out basis, and especially when they are playing the Kings. So the lower lines must contribute, and uh, because there will be fewer home run seams, if that makes sense. It does. No, it does, especially against this Kings team who right. who geared up in the offseason. They make you play the old-fashioned way. They, most of that core of that team were on that team when they won the couple of cups, so they know what's going on, and finally they're getting some of that young talent. They're believing in themselves again. McClellan's been there for a couple of years, and they're really ready to take a step. And the Golden Knights also need to take a step in terms of their defensive zone coverage and covering the net front, but on the weak side. So... When the play is approaching Robin Leonard and he makes a save, we call the area that the rebounds pop out to the spray. So if he's if you're shooting to the right and the puck goes out to the left in the area, the net where it's wide open, that's where we need to do a better job of, of covering and picking up sticks. Because first of all, Robin Leonard, just the way that he plays, he approaches pucks a lot more flat. And those rebounds, you he's going to try his best to keep it on the same side uh, that the puck came from, but sometimes it's going to go across. And so the Golden Knights tend to get a little bit lackadaisical in that slot area, uh, but they need to pick that up. They need to be in the right place at the right time because that's what true hockey awareness is. It's not necessarily having somebody camp there, but it's having somebody there who has the option to make a play if you need him to. They love setting up in Gretzky's office behind the net. As I mentioned, to create those 2v1s in front, Wayne himself was talking a lot about that in his game coverage last night, although these games aren't on TNT tonight. Um yeah, it was interesting you talk about that because last night that happened in the Vancouver-Edmonton game. Demko, mm-hmm. Demko uh, had a nice clean block, but it went off into that spray and there was just yep. empty space and it was just the cleanest, quickest you know, and clean if there's up nobody goal there, ever. You can literally watch it in slow motion as as the opposition comes down and gets a wide open puck because then your goalie's like sprawled out and they have to travel the furthest distance you ask them to to get over into that rebound area. That's why Flurry works in those situations because he's so athletic and he's just a yard sale to begin with. Like he's in better position than most to be able to push across and get over in those desperation saves. Robin Leonard, not so much. So we just have to take a little bit better care uh, in terms of the the players with the skinnier sticks versus Leonard himself. In terms of challenging Cal Peterson, this is a guy who displays a lot of similar characteristics that most Kings goalies have, or at least ones that have come out in the pipeline over the past decade or so, is that they really like to go down on their posts in their reverse VHs, or as we call the post seals, when the puck is above the goal line, and sometimes, depending on the goalie, you can take advantage of that. And Cal Peterson is one of those guys you can take advantage of because he's not as big as a lot of the NHL goaltenders. And so those those angles, especially on the sharp angle, you want to take advantage of those. Marshy loves taking those shots from the flat side and just fire them on that puck. So it's either going to be high, short side, or on the ice probably just past the stick because sometimes goalies will start to butterfly slide. You open up a little bit of a hole. You just got to basically be ready to fire at will on this guy because he just he's an athletic freak, but he can overslide and get himself out of position. Uh, early contact in the D zone. You don't want to give them space and time to set up. You want to meet up, step into them, uh, and have the support in the middle of the ice to do that so they can take the body effectively. Winning battles on the boards in the high zone, especially in our D zone, is really what sinks or swims this team. Uh, so don't get beat with space for your opposition to take advantage of and then taking initiative on the power play we saw some really good stuff uh, the other night in terms of just being able to get the zone but we have to start showing some execution they were 0 for 3 the other night nolan patrick 
gets the zone, keep the puck, get it low, and uh, no early pull-ups, especially if it is William Carlson pull- taking that puck into the, the zone. But usually Alex Petrangelo does it on that power play. And then I think on the Stone and Dodonoff power play, they're trying to do more east to west rotation in the middle. And then the other one is more north to south all about the discombobulation and creative energy. But execution, let's get one. We got to get one. Right, right. One well, of these days. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to start like the season 0 for 10 or go three or four games where you get some good opportunities because if you're skating, if you're utilizing your speed and taking advantage of your opponent, they would be taking you down, right? You should be taking advantage of the advantages that are being afforded to you that you're earning with your feet. There were plenty of good things to, to enjoy about the opening night victory for the Golden Knights. And then there were other things clearly they needed to work on. One of those things, you know, for me, obviously, not every game you're going to come out and put one in within the first few minutes of a game. It just doesn't. We try real damn hard. Right. Though. No, absolutely. Yeah. We absolutely try. And I think, we you know, for the Knights, you know, for them to to see Seattle rally. And, and it was good for the Kraken to, to push back, you know, and not roll over like a puppy dog when they were down three goals. But yeah. I think that should be, that should be, I mean, I'm sure that was a concern for Pete too when, when that second period, kind of midway through that period, all of a sudden you saw that tide turn very briefly. You're like, okay, well they got one back and then they got one back within another minute. Right. And then you're like, okay, well now what's happening? Now we're having to, our, our, we're now we're having to put our foot back down on the gas again. And that shouldn't have been the case. Yeah. And this team and our, and the Golden Knights historically don't start super well. Like sometimes you have the few, few goals here and there, but in, just in terms of the overall hockey product, it usually doesn't go well. And if I'm not mistaken, last year, especially down the stretch leading into the playoffs when we were playing L.A. a lot, L.A. was getting on the board first early, like within the first minute or two. And when you're chasing, we know that that just creates a different mindset. It's a different type of stressor. And it starts forcing the coaching uh, hands to make different decisions in terms of minute uh, allotment and who we're sending in certain situations. And so be the aggressor, not the responder, and you could take out half of that workload. Nights tonight, uh, five and a half. I'm sure that's what it is. I'll take the over. You like the over? I like in this the over. Too? I do indeed. I think we're going to be uh, we're going to be a team that scores a lot of goals, but we might give up a few too. But that's okay because we're, we're we're waiting through these early uh, minutes, and it's the uh, early season, so it's not like everybody else isn't doing it. But uh, we should beat the Kings. We should. Yeah, top uh, top six did just fine. Yeah. On Tuesday. Yep. Should be able to count on them again tonight. We have new young uh young goslings in the uh in the lineup <laughs> yeah. this uh this evening. Jake Lashushin and uh Jonas Ronberg. Sorry, I probably mispronounced your name. I'm sure their parents are listening. Yes, they are. <laughs> Among the millions, of right. course. So yeah, it's um it's a, it's a big night for them. Hopefully they can give more uh, than, than four minutes type of production, but it just depends on how the game starts to unfold. But right. we know that we can rely on the, on our top six when we need them to. Yeah, look for some flow in this one. Again, it's the late game tonight. All eyes on the Vegas Golden Knights. Coming up next, the expectations for Zion in year three. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 